Yielding yourself to God. For the Lord is good. Come on, let's say it like we mean it. For the Lord is good. Amen. So today I'll be sharing with us concerning what God has been dealing with me for some months. Amen. And I'm grateful for this church. Amen. And it's as if every Sunday somebody comes up and sing or say the things God has been dealing with me and last Sunday I was blown out of this world amen and this Sunday I was super blessed thank you so much hallelujah I'm honored to be standing here amen I don't think I've preached this year Healing school is not preaching. I used to look at all these people coming and doing fire and brimstone. 15 years. Sorry, I'm not looking down on you people's anointing. Okay, sorry. Amen. Stop looking at me. She's vexing. Hallelujah. Amen. And, um, I know we've been reading some books in prayer team and thank you Vera those books have changed me and the last book we read just stripped me amen you know how you are reading a book and it's like they have stripped you from head to toe and you are standing and you are like it's like you are not in this world. Amen. And God has been dealing with me. So um, I think last week or so, um, God has been speaking to me to renew my mind on who I am and what God has put in me to do. Amen. And I've been talking to myself. I have been, I know I shared it in prayers that God has been dealing with me around in some areas and I'm yielding and I'm learning. It's like taking baby steps. I'm learning to yield, to open myself, to avail myself for those um, um, manifestations of God in my life. So I think some two weeks ago a friend of mine is not if we are kind of related Sha, called me and said he wanted me to come and dedicate or rather come and do naming for his daughter and I was like oh okay naming is 
I do name it. I'm not, but it's just that he has a church, and I'm wondering why he's calling me. We've literally not spoken. The last time we said hello was in one bear, in a wake keep that's a shepherd's wake keep, and we literally just waved. I've not spoken to him this year, and he called me and said. I should come and do naming for his baby girl. And I, I started thinking, why would he call me to come and do naming? What kind of thing is that? Doesn't he have a local church, you know? Doesn't he have people around? And the devil whispered in my ear, you are a convenience. He probably can't keep to the rules and regulation of his church. He probably has not even been to church this year because I know he has this off and on. Maybe that's why he's calling you. He doesn't have to give you offering. He can call you in two hours and you will show up. After all, you don't rain now you finish. He don't see you. So he can as well you are the easiest person he can call. And you know, my pride just kicked in. Does he think I'm the Jessica of before that he... Be, ah, he doesn't know that things, levels have changed. And they sit down for front of church with mama herself. Make her just call and tell her and say, Tom, I don't need charge offering for this work. <laughs> Make it package honorarium and package my cooler. Oh, you know, these pastors, they used to package, carry separate cooler with chicken and <laughs> take her a cooler. He should package my own so that when I'm going, I will leave the air. Amen. Anyway, I let that slide. I went to the naming. And this senior mama pastors came for the naming. My mom was one of the reverend that was invited for the naming. If you know my mother, She's firebrand. She can pray in English for five hours and not repeat herself. She goes to Black Street in Sabo and preach and win souls every Thursday. She will cook food inside Kula. She has her horn speaker. She will preach, 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 give you rice, make you kneel down, get born again. And not just her. They were like five powerful women. And I started swallowing saliva. <laughs> I started thinking, Jehovah, give me scripture. This kind of Old Testament scripture where these women never. No, I'm just joking. I didn't go there. Hallelujah. But you know, I, I, I did. I felt intimidated and before the guy called me up to start the naming he said 
I've known Jessica since I was a child. We grew up together. And I asked her to come and do this naming. Because she carries something that I have not seen in anybody. And I want my daughters to grow up like Jessica. And today, I want her to do this naming. Because I want her anointing transferred to my girls. It was tears that did not come. God for forgiveness. I was like God to assume someone called me because they felt I was the most convenient person to call is to look down on what God has put on the inside of So what if they call you because you're convenient? Go there and turn the place upside down. That changed my prayer. Now I'm like, look God, anything you want to say, through me every day now that's my prayer if you want to open the eyes of the blind your girl is here if you want to give revelation knowledge hey father your girl your girl is here if you want to encourage someone your girl is here if you want to lift someone and show them the way your girl is here if you want to teach someone how to make money your girl is here you know the 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 I'm studying a course, Peace and Conflict Resolution, and one of the courses I'm reading is War Strategies in the 21st Century. I love the course. It was a tough course to write exam, but I love the course. And the number one rule of war is that you know who your enemy is is the number one rule you cannot carry all your resources in your country and go and be fighting Togo <laughs> when your enemy is in France what have you done <laughs> by the time your soldiers are coming back with one one leg of boots and no bullets that is when you realize that all this while you were fighting Togo And not France. Know your 
Amen. And what the devil wants, his strategy, is to give you a distorted image of yourself. Eh? To remind you with your jagula jagula voice, you think God can use you like this. You like this way, your eye red like this way. If you look people, they run. If you preach. A distorted image of yourself. And so you carry this image of yourself that is not it. Some even have a cool image. But they are not there yet. You are content with this small self-esteem that you have uh, gathered for yourself. Amen. The devil will remind you of all your weaknesses. You that can do temper for Africa. Who is going to use you? This Billy, your mouth to sharp. <laughs> you wear your mouth sharp. <laughs> you wear your mouth sharp like this. Hallelujah. And I've had to deal with that. I've had to deal with that every day. I've had to deal with that. People call me this thing. I said, I'm not even qualified. Have I even reached? Have I even studied this thing again? Have I even? And then you begin to doubt yourself. You begin to speak things to yourself. The devil will now bring your former self to your face. Then you begin to look at yourself. You begin to remember the last time you held mic and the thing didn't work. The last time you tried to sing, the thing didn't work. The no, 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 no. And it just keeps going on and on and on and on and on. And then you begin to make decisions. In, in, in jagula, jagula decisions. Amen. Because how you see yourself determines your decision making. It determines the kind of guys you date. Because you feel you are not there, you know, a level. You begin to look for lungu lungu boys that you will be escorting. Yes, yes. It determines your relationship. It determines the kind of job you go to look for. Some jobs are for some people, the kind of not just to see from. It determines the kind of decision on anything at all. It determines the words you speak to yourself. Ah, I was humble that day. Amen. It determines the words that you speak to yourself. But God, you know, last Sunday when Pastor D was saying we should press in, that was after church, pressing, and some of us were too tired to press in, we were just grumbling. I pressed in and I got a wonderful word. I typed it inside my phone. Amen. I read it to myself every day. And this scripture, 1 Corinthians 1.25. Let's read it.
Yeah. God is still in the business of making foolish things. Still in the business. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men. And the weakness of God is stronger than men. 26. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise. Please, someone should help me. Your phone. Help me open amplified version. Sorry. Amplified. For ye see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. 27. But God, say God, not Pastor D, not Pastor Mosi, not me, not your papa or who, or your mama, but who? God himself had chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God, who? Had chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things that are mighty. 28. And what? Base things of the world and things which are what? Despise had God chosen, yea, and things which are not to bring the not to not the things are amplified. Thank you, sir. 25. This is because the foolishness of God is not foolishness at all. And is wiser than men, far beyond human comprehension. And the weakness of God is stronger than men, far beyond the limits of human efforts. And you know, I got up and I said, why was I thinking of myself? Why was I thinking of myself? What was there? Which human efforts? How was it going to change anything? Have human efforts changed the world? Has human effort grew like before or open blind eye? Ah, just look at your own calling, believers. Not many of you were considered wise according to human standards. Not many powerful or influential. Not many of high and noble birth. But God has selected <laughs> for his purpose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise revealing their ignorance and God has selected for his purpose the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong revealing their frailty God has selected for what? for his purpose the insignificant base things of the world and the things that are despised and treated with contempt even the things that are nothing so that he might reduce to nothing the things that are so that no one say no one so that what no one may be able to boast in the presence of God but it is from him that you are in Christ Jesus who became to us wisdom from God revealing his plans 
of salvation and righteousness, making us acceptable to God and sanctification, making us holy and setting us apart for God and redemption, providing our ransom for the penalty of sin. So then, as it is written in scripture, he who boasts and glories, let him boast and glory in the Lord. A translation says, God chooses idiots. I can't remember. God set apart novices, idiots, simpletons to show forth his glory. The message translation says, if you want to blow your trumpet, blow the Lord's trumpet. Hallelujah. Boast in the Lord. And every day, I have to remind myself that God loves me and God has chosen me to speak his name to sing his glory to declare his goodness God has chosen me hallelujah Don't disqualify yourself. Amen. Ah, my tongue is not the tongue I used to speak. It's shimmy, shimmy tongue. Nobody used to hear what I'm saying. Amen. I read um, Smiwugu's worth book that we are reading, Holy Spirit. He gave a story that, you know, um, he met some pastors all dressed up in suit, tie, you know, preaching. And he was like, have you people received the Holy Ghost, I think? And he said, no, yeah, they are, they are preaching God's word. Yeah, but have you received the Holy Ghost? Uh, he said, if you have received the Holy Ghost. He said, you look the part. You look all dressed up for pulpits. But if you receive the Holy Ghost, we will know. And he said, he called them aside. And God then filled with the Holy Ghost. He said, after five hours of them rolling on the floor, rolling, shouting, screaming, rolling on the floor. By the time they got up, somebody's suit was there. Somebody's tie was there. Somebody's shirt. He said, their hair <laughs> just cut out. Hallelujah. Isaiah 40. God loves you just as you are. He loves you enough to move house. With your hot temper. With your big nose. With your strong kwekwe hair. Richard, with your good morning, Pastor. God loves me enough to move house. Hey, hmm. Isaiah forty. I'm trying to find the verse. 
look when I read Isaiah 40 my body just started shaking if you have time read the whole chapter or if I have time we will read the whole chapter because I don't I trust you <laughs> amen oh, one minute let me find it ah God is good God is good verse 9 O Zion that bringeth good tidings get thee up into the high mountain O Jerusalem that bringeth good tidings lift up thy voice with strength lift it up be not afraid say unto the cities of Judah what? Behold your God. Verse 10. Behold the Lord God will come with strong hand. And his arm shall rule for him. Behold his reward is with him. And his work before him. And he shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm. And carry them in his bosom. And shall gently lead those that are with young. Who hath measured the waters in the what? Hollow of his hand. And meted out heaven with the span. How many of you understand the scripture? Do you know what a span is? Who knows what a span is? Let me show you what a span is. If you don't know what a span is, he measure. You know those of you that, those 419 tailor, if you go to sew clothes and they measure your shoulder like this. Benjamin, that's how Benjamin used to measure. Then he says it's five feet. <laughs> you know, I had to Google. I had to Google what is the longest span a human being had ever had. I know basketballers. They used to do that. Keyboardists they used to say, open your hand. Let us see from key W to key. If you can touch the two keys. Yeah. And if you have those, the long span, you are good to go. They want you to be able to hold basketball with one hand. Or measure keyboardists. They used to do it a lot. And I think the average span of a human being is like, what, three, six inches or something, or four inches. I think the longest of a man in 1940-something, I think the guy is dead now, had 12.8 yeah, inches. 12.8. You see, I see people are shouting, hey, hey. God. 
The Bible says what? The heaven. Are you people thinking this thinking with me? It's not it's not understanding. It's not mm. who had measured the waters in the and he's like Pacific Ocean. Then he will fetch. Atlantic. So he's just measuring. <laughs> Wait, are you people thinking this thinking with me? And comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure. Dust. Can you count dust? He counted dust. He measured. And where the mountains in scales. Mountain Kilimanjaro. He carry and put them for one scale for edge. He carry one, put them. He look them. He say, mm -mm. he remove small here. He look them. No, I think I'm, I, I don't think this thing. I stand up, I walk, I think I'm. I read every translation. He says the same thing. If I remain small, I, I read Jewish, I know, not the language. And I've not started reading French translation Bible. Who had measured the waters in the hollow of his hand and measured out heaven with the span and comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure and weighed the mountains in scales and the hills in a balance. And he knows that he will create human being that will be curious you know i'm hearing all these bio bio people saying something 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 the sun is finishing the something something is finishing the end of the sea the something something uh benjamin will come and say the enzyme of the something is brush the reader <laughs> We did not wake up one day and they say, ah, the edge has covered one side and Ambra people have fallen to one end of the world. Gravity has finished, oh. Gravity has finished. Who wants to buy gravity? Then you will buy gravity for you and your household. Ah, ah, the, the people in the North Pole fell off the, the, <laughs> fell off the pole. But what? From the beginning of the earth, 
measured everything perfectly. He knows that the wave of the sea, if he carry all the water, to bring it back. He measured. Ha! Then this God. moved in <laughs> moved in Pastor D if you receive a phone call that say Otedola is coming to Kaduna for one business meeting and he's going to live in your house for two weeks what will you do? I have to think about that though get answer if a teddler is coming for two weeks meeting with for a rufai and he's going to live in your house for two weeks this is what we call human efforts i will not do anything nah nada he will come with his cleaners. He will come with his cook. In fact, for two weeks, I go just the chop. I will choose the kind of food I want to eat. Do you understand? Your chef, the chef where they come. Now three chef, four chef. Chinese Indian food. Which kind of chef they come with? Chinese food. Something, something. I will. I go cack. I will not do a single thing because he's going to come with everything that will take care of him. He does not need you. Which kind of paint you want to use for your house to repaint, renovate? <laughs> In fact, he will bring his paint company. Let them come and he might even look at your, your door and say, you know what? Make it double door. Ah, uh -uh, you know, get AC. Put me AC in every. I want to be comfortable here. Ah, uh ah. -uh. I will not. <laughs> yes. I want snow. They will import snow from this thing and bring it. It will be the most amazing two weeks of my life. I will not do anything. I say, I beg, you get spare driver. <laughs> come on. Come on, carry food to my grandmother and come back. There's nothing. And you think this God that moved house he wants you to go and be looking for rent. You think he can't pay rent? You think he can't pay school fees? You think he can't buy car? Because unlimited resources have moved in. Amen. He did not come and leave some things. He said, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost? 
from amongst them. Be ye separated and I will dwell in you and I will walk with you. Ye shall be my people and I will be your God. You think he created you and created somebody to be taking care of you? You think he couldn't do it? He could do it. The Bible says he has innumerable, innumerable Yes, that's. But he could have created special species of people. You know what? Kai Habeg, these human beings, they are everywhere. You know what? Let me create people. Just be going around and be attending to this Ken's complaint. The guy, to, to complain. I know, just be taking care of him. Let me attend to serious issues. He said what? I will dwell in them. He is personally in charge of you. Get out of the way. Charles Spurgeon says, a man's enemy is himself. Your human efforts. Your human efforts. Your human efforts. You can't get out of the way for God's power to flow through you. You can't get out of your head to allow the manifestations of the Spirit to flow through you. You are thinking of your English. You are thinking of your clothes. You are thinking whether the cream you rubbed today, whether this place passed, this thing, this thing. You will not get out of the way for the Holy Ghost to use you. The spirit in us is not a timid spirit. You can't have the spirit of God and come and be behaving anyhow. Unlimited power has moved in in you. You cannot come and minister and people are not changed. You cannot. You cannot speak and there is no power in your words to change your life. You cannot. You are saying, ah, I know the clan stage. Anywhere. Abraham, you carry customer for car. Talk the power of God. Talk him. How can you say you cannot change your situation? Bible says that we have received unction from the Holy One. We need no man to teach us anything. We know all things. You are capable of knowing all things. You are capable of knowing all things. Ah, see people. Hey, Pastor Jessica, show me. Oh, Pastor Jessica, something in my mind. Did you see this? I don't understand this thing. I don't, I don't understand. Teach me. But you have the Holy Ghost. God has moved him. He has moved him with everything you need to succeed. He has moved him with everything 
you need to change every situation. He has moved in with healing. He has moved in with deliverance. He has moved in with new songs, songs of deliverance. He has moved in with wisdom. He has moved in with light. He has moved in with glow. He, he is not timid. Get out of the way. It's what I tell myself every day. Today, Jessica, get out of the way. Dissolve and allow God to move. See, we go for change me. And he said, you have to. He said, immortality is good. He said, but it always has to die every day. Paul says we die daily. We die what? Daily. That means what your mind cannot comprehend. Tell it to pack one side. That means when your body is not acting the way that it should. Eh, tell it to pack one side. He chose me. He chose you. Before the foundations of the world, He knows you. You are not. Someone, you will say, ah, I'm a. They will pride in it, Pastor D. I'm a complicated human being. You can't handle me. Maybe we can't. Hmm? Mm. We don't understand your complications. Amen. Yeah, Percy. When I him create you, form you the way will you be. With the complication that you think you have. Glory to God. John 14, 14. I'm going to come back. I'll read this Isaiah 40. We'll read the whole chapter. I love Isaiah 40. You know, <clears throat> Jesus is the free gift to the world sinners. But the Holy Spirit is the free gift to believers. Amen. It's free gift to us. The Bible says in Luke, when he prayed for those lepers, 10 or 11 lepers, 10 lepers, and they left and one came back to say thank you. And after they left, the one came and gave thanks and left. The Pharisee asked Jesus that. So, where is the kingdom of God? And I like Jesus' answer. He said, don't be deceived. Somebody will come and, I'm paraphrasing now. Somebody will come and say, the kingdom of God is in Zaria. The kingdom of God is in one 
And that is how we behave. The kingdom of God is in man something. Everybody has gone to the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is in one church. The kingdom of God is in one new prayer house. Everybody just gather. I remember my friend. Um, I went for her brother's wedding. And we were, we were together and have, her friends were saying that. Ah, eh, Jessica, I hear you are a pastor. I said, yes, I'm, I'm a pastor now. She said, ah, but I don't used to see you in one man of God's gathering. Ah, you have never attended before? And I said, no. Ah, ah, why? Are, you say you are a pastor. I said, yes, I'm a pastor. Ah, but why, you know, they come for the, the guy meeting? I said, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm not just... <laughs> yes, and I said, but why do you think... Because I had to ask that. Why do you think... I said, he said, no. If you come, your anointing will increase. I know men of God and churches, they will bring their seed to the man. And if they pay, look, within two weeks, your church will expand. And because I was driving, I went, I, I did usher work to be picking people from the, uh, what is it called? No, uh, motor park. They were just arriving. I arrived that same day, but uh, you know, ministry. <laughs> I will now go to the park, park them. So I went to the park to park the girls. So they were, and they went on and on of how I should find time and find seed and go let the man pray for me. I will be seeing vision. I will be getting revelation. They went on and on. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, let's just reach. I'm trying hard to be polite because I'm that sweet friend. If you understand what I'm saying. Amen. I left the thunder forever. Mm. It is well. Amen. But Jesus said to the Pharisee, the kingdom of God is within you. Luke 12. They say, should we go there for the kingdom of God? Should we go there? Is it there they are going to go for the thing? He said, no. No. The kingdom of God is where? Within you. Don't let the devil tell you otherwise. So, There is a change. There is a flow. There is a, like Pastor Gloria said, a revival. Don't be left out. In your, in your closet, it, it doesn't have to be in church. Stay. Mm? Stay there. Pray. Because it is in this speaking in tongues and praying in the Holy Ghost that things are revealed to you, that things will drop off, that you will speak. You know, I, I love what Pastor did because, you know, I've been, I've been practicing it. So last Sunday, I, it was easy to break into it. It was easy to flow into it. And unless we remove ourselves out of the way, it does not matter how powerful the Holy Ghost is. He cannot do anything. 
plead the power of God and die broke. Because you have not allowed yourself to be swallowed up in God. And allow God and his glory to be seen. You are standing in the way. Where was I reading? John 14. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Eighteen. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Amen. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me, and ye shall live also. No, I think we have passed that. That place. Amen. So he said, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because he seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Amen. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Amen. Amen. He will not, you know, every time I read this scripture, the scripture in Hebrews, in fact, I wrote it in my Bible. I said, no wonder he says he will never leave me nor forsake me. Because the Holy Spirit abides in me forever. Forever. What does forever mean? Forever. He abides in you forever. What a beautiful gift. Look, don't let the devil limit you in the things that you should do. Hallelujah. Do for God. Let me read one of the excerpts I had from one of the ones I read all the time. If I'm reading a book, I usually copy out what I like and just paste it somewhere so that, you know, I'll just open that place and read. Let me just read it to us. Don't worry, it's me preaching. We are almost done. Amen. <laughs> So in, in Smiriku's world book, he always has this, um, I think they just picked his uh, preaching and made it into a book. So he had this interpretation of tongues. Those interpretation of tongues are beautiful. So this is one of the interpretation of tongues that he gave. Hallelujah. No, he's, I'm reading the book. <laughs> the spirit breathes. The spirit lifts. The spirit renews. The spirit quickens. He brings life where death was. He brings truth where no vision was. He brings revelation for God is in the man. He is in the power of the spirit. Lost, hidden, clothed, filled and resurrected. Hallelujah. Thank God for that. To see it that today you press on with a new order of the spirit. 
so that you can never be where you were before. This is a new day for us all. You say, but what about the people who are already baptized in the spirit? Oh, this is a new day also for those who have been baptized. For the spirit is an unlimited source of power. He is in no way stationary. Nothing in God is stationary. God has no place for a person who is stationary. The man who is going to catch the fire, hold forth the truth, and always be on the watchtower is the one who is going to be a beacon for all saints, having a light greater than he would have naturally. He must see that God's grace, God's life, and God's spirit are a million times mightier than he. The man who is baptized in the Holy Spirit is baptized into a new order altogether. You cannot ever be ordinary after that. You are an extraordinary plane. You are brought into line with the mind of God. You have come in touch with the ideals in every way. If you want oratory, those of us that can't talk well, if you want oratory, it is in the baptism of the Spirit. If you want the touch of quickened sense that moves your body until you know that you are completely renewed, it is by the Holy Spirit. And why I say so much about the Holy Spirit, I withdraw everything that doesn't put Jesus in the place he belongs. For when I speak about the Holy Spirit, it is always with reverence to revelations of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is only the revealer of the mighty Christ who has everything for us so that we may never know any weakness. All limitations are gone. And you are now in a place where God has taken the ideal to move you on with his own velocity which has a speed beyond human mind and thoughts. Glory to God. Amen. That is the spirit of God that is in us. That is the way. The life of God that is in us. It is for us to get up and do something. Amen. One more thing I'm going to read. Let me read the word that came to me on Last Sunday, the power of God is snuffed if you don't yield to him. God desires you to look beyond yourself, beyond your weaknesses, beyond your insecurities, and yield to the power in you. God uses the weak things to confound the things that are mighty so that no flesh is glorified. For when you yield to me and my power, I myself will roll out the red carpet. Hallelujah. And cause my angels to blow, blow trumpets in celebration of your bursting forth. The trees will clap their hands in rejoicing of your breaking forth. They will say, he that turned the world inside out has come. This is how you are elevated by the Spirit. Yield to me and die to self and see how I will explode your name in different places. Men will call your name in thanksgiving of the mighty things I will do through you. They will say, see Joseph, 
see Joseph, the deliverer of Israel, because he has come to us. They will say, see Jesus, see the glory of God. Die to self, I say again. Die to self, let it dissolve and make way for only me. Let the world see me only. Let the world through you fix their eyes on me alone, for I am God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's just lift up our hands. And just give God praise. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Oh, we yield our members to be used by you. Oh, we yield our minds and our bodies to be used by you. Oh, we give you praise. We yield to you, Lord. We yield to you. I just want you to pray this prayer of dedication one more time. It's just a change in your heart, in the way that you see yourself. If he loves you enough to die for you, if he loves you enough to move in, to live inside of you, you enough to meet your needs he loves you enough to do the miraculous through you just say thank you Lord for your good and your mercies endure forever oh we say thank you Lord for your good and your mercies endure forever you have filled us with everything that we desire you have filled us with everything that we need to succeed in this life and we yield to you and we yield to you and we release ourselves to be used by you oh we give you praise lord oh we give you praise lord oh we give you praise lord oh thank you lord oh thank you lord oh thank you lord oh thank you lord from now on I charge us to always look inside remove your eyes from things that are outside remove your eyes from things from signs you are looking out you are looking at things that perish you are looking at people the arm of flesh that we feel you are fixing your eyes on the wrong things your eyes on God now you have the mind of God now you know the things that he desires now you know the things that he can do now you know him you have him the fullness of him the fullness of his power oh arise shine your light has come oh arise shine your light has come Oh, arise, shine. Light has come. Light has come. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening. You can call us on 091-25-22-45-45-87. You can also visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at SGC Kaduna.